Welcome to the Overnight Trainer Podcast, where each week we talk about all things related to the world of learning and development, including facilitation, instructional design, sales enablement, and so much more. I'm your host, Sarah Canistra, and I'm an L&D strategist and career coach, and I'm here to take the guesswork out of becoming an L&D professional and show you how to unlock continued success in your learning and development career. I'm on a mission to quickly develop the next generation of L&D leaders who are looking to create meaningful and engaging learning experiences. So, if you're looking to transition into L&D for the first time, have found yourself accidentally in a training position, or are working up the ranks as an L&D professional already, you've come to the right place. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Overnight Trainer podcast. Uh, Thanks for bearing with me on a little two-week hiatus. We moved into our new house a couple miles away from our old apartment and pretty much everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. (laughs) But we are pretty much settled in. It took me a little while longer (laughs) to find my uh, new microphone, which actually came in this spy kit looking case, which is kind of funny. So I hope you all can hear me well. My old microphone went out. I had better days in all honesty. (laughs) So uh, again, thank you all for bearing with me. Hope you got to catch up on some of the other amazing episodes that I have. And I'm just excited to be back. I'm going to have a great topic today. A little solo episode talking about motivation. Uh, Before we get started, you know I love to celebrate my clients. And last week, one of my clients started her brand new job. So congratulations. Um, She did such an amazing job at implementing the networking plan that we came up with that the head of HR for this global company reached out to her. Um, So she didn't even have to originally apply, right? She, because of of her networking, the global uh, head of HR reached out to her and she got to write her own job description. So I hope you are having a wonderful first full week and I can't wait to see all the lives uh, that you change and that you impact. And so my one-on-one L&D career coaching is actually currently full, um, but I am about to open spots up for my group coaching container that will be opening in May. So this is a great option if you want to work with me at a lower price point than my one-on-one coaching container. Um, And the details and registration will come out in the next few weeks. But if you do want more information and you want to snag an early bird rate, which I'm thinking about, uh, send me an email, hello at theovernighttrainer.com, and I can give you a little more insider information on what to expect. So some awesome things uh, in the pipeline over here at The Overnight Trainer. And I'm really, really, really excited for this group coaching container. It's going to be pretty small and intimate. I'm going to probably limit it to maybe 10, 15 people. So working out the details there. So if you do want some insider information, you want to get an early bird rate, again, email me hello at theovernighttrainer.com and we can chat. And then I am opening up two executive coaching spots. So if you are an L&D professional in a manager, director, or VP position, or you're new to one of those positions and you want to take your department to the next level from a strategic modern learning lens, 
let's talk. Um, I'm doing a six-month executive coaching container. A lot of things included in that. If you are interested in getting coached by me, again, I'm only opening up two spots in this coaching container. Feel free to email me hello at theovernighttrainer.com or reach out to me on LinkedIn at Sarah Canistra. Okay, so let's talk motivation. And, you know, I I had a different episode planned for today, but this is something that I've personally been struggling with um, over the last couple weeks and something I actually talked to my coach about today and figured it'd be a really good podcast episode to talk about because I know so many of us struggle with refinding motivation or especially when things are really crazy and the world right now is just, there's so, it's so heavy and, you know, motivation or lack of motivation is something that we all deal with. And I know so many of you are looking for jobs in the process of applying to new jobs, hoping to break into a new industry. Um, you know, motivation really, and lack of motivation really hits us hard in all different areas. But I know, especially for those of you going through that, you know, sometimes it can feel really exhausting. Uh, you know, my clients a lot, you know, from week to week, it, it varies, right? Some weeks they're feeling super motivated and other weeks, you know, they're not. And it's a couple, sometimes a couple weeks will go by where they just don't have that motivation. And so I really want to talk today about motivation and it can be hard to find motivation to keep going, especially when things get tough. You know, motivation is like a muscle. It needs to be flexed and it needs to be worked on often to stay in good shape. So it's not just something that you come up with once and now now you're motivated for life, right? It's something that you have to actively work on day in and day out. And I know it's easier for some than others, uh, but it's something that we all have to work on. But like a muscle, it also needs rest. So I really want to start there um, before we kind of get into tips to stay motivated or to get re-motivated. I want to talk about the importance of rest. You know, we are in such a hustle mode society and it's so easy to feel the pressure of not being motivated. Uh, This happened to me in the last two weeks, you know, moving and just not feeling well at one point. I got my second COVID vaccination, right? So many things just going on the world in general. You know, I felt so blah for for lack of better terms. I didn't want to work. I wasn't feeling in the mood to talk to anyone. I just wanted to nap, watch TV and eat granola. It's kind of all I, that's all I had the motivation to do. But I also felt terrible for wanting that. So rather than just resting and doing the things I really wanted to do, I was pushing myself to do work that in all honesty could have waited. And a lot of times, especially when it comes to job searching, right? So I know a lot of you are in that kind of job search uh, space right now. We burn ourselves out on the things we think we should do rather than taking the time to rest. So when that happens and we burn ourselves out, you know, doing all of these things rather than taking that time to rest. When we finally do rest, (laughs) and it usually comes at a place of severe burnout, the bounce back is even harder. So before I go into how to bounce back, please, please, please know that rest is an important part of being and staying motivated. And rest might mean different things for different people. You know, for me this past you know week, uh, the first week was hard and I burnt myself out even more. And the second week I kind of just let myself chill. Uh, we just moved. So I'm furniture shopping and rest for me was 
laying on the couch, scrolling on Pinterest, looking at dining room tables, and not recording a podcast, right? So I was originally going to take one week off and I took two, right? So I made that decision. For you, it might be taking one week off from your job search. It might be deciding to only apply to jobs on Saturday because your week is busy. It might be canceling a meeting that can wait. Rest might even be taking five minutes extra in the shower, right? So rest looks different to all of us. So do what you need to do to rest so that when the time comes, you can bounce back into more motivation. And rather than it being a high mountain peak to a low, low, deep valley, it's more of rolling hills. And it's easier to kind of climb back up versus that kind of up and down, up and down. It's more of that rolling because you know motivation's not <laughs> not a one-way street, right? It goes up and it goes down. Rather than having high highs and lows, low lows, How do we keep it at more of those rolling hills? So let's talk about bouncing back, right? So the hope is that, you know, we're keeping it flexed like a muscle. So when we do have to bounce back, it doesn't feel as hard. And so I want to talk about three different ways um, that I've used in the last couple of weeks, in all honesty, to really bounce back. The first thing to do is to not try to go zero to 100. So if you took a week off from applying to jobs, don't try to make up for it this week by applying to double. So making up for things for the sake of making up for things is the quickest way to go back and demotivate yourself because you're you're not back fully yet, right? So you might feel like it, but if you're just saying, okay, now I have to make up, you're really undoing the intention behind, behind resting. And this happens to me all the time. So I'm speaking from a place of experience. You know, I feel... I feel a spurt and I try to do a million things only to realize I'm not fully back into the swing of things yet, right? So it's like I feel that spurt, that little burst of energy and I take like too much advantage of it um, and I just completely, completely try to do a million things and I'm not ready for it. And I think of it like working out. So I did yoga pretty religiously for two years. I worked for a yoga apparel company. Um, I did yoga twice a day. I was constantly doing yoga. And then over the last year and a half or so, I've really forgone my practice. And I recently got back into it and I am nowhere near where I was two years ago. So if I would have jumped back into doing handstands, which I really couldn't do before, so we'll say headstands, <laughs> I, I would have hurt myself and been out longer. And the same goes for when it comes to work, right? Motivation over work or whatever it really may be. That if we try to push ourselves too hard and we're getting back into it, we end up almost causing a reverse reaction and it can end up pulling us even further away from our goals, right? So set a realistic goal for yourself for the week. So maybe it's apply to five jobs, all right, so keeping it that realistic, if you've, you know, every week been applying to 15 jobs, maybe this week you're getting back into the groove of things, you're applying to five or three or one, right? So that you're, you're setting that realistic goal for yourself. So your first day, week, month that you are back, you know, be kind to yourself and set that realistic goal. And if you're anything like me, uh, divide that realistic, quote unquote, realistic goal into half. And that's probably more along the lines of realistic. So once you've set your realistic goal or goals, start using the 10% rule. And the 10% rule is that asking yourself, what is the 10% of this that I could do right now that I can accomplish? 
Uh, last week, I had to open a new business bank account, which if you own a business, you know this is not as easy as opening a traditional bank account. Uh, I had no motivation to do this, uh, but I set the goal for myself of opening the bank account. I knew, cause, since I had been kind of a lack of motivation in general, that I knew doing the whole process was going to burn me out. So for me, I said, what's 10% of this? Okay, 10% is just filling out the online application, putting in my information, my business's information, hitting, hitting the submit button. I knew there were other papers I would need to fill out afterwards, and I gave myself permission to do those another day. All right, so that 10%, all that needed to happen was filling out that application online. And the next day, I did another 10%. Then I was feeling even more motivated. I was able to do 20%. The day after that, I did 40%. And then there was only 10% left after that. And that was to sign a document, right? So the motivation really builds upon itself. So once you kind of complete that task, you're almost hungry to do the next. If I would have, again, told myself I needed to do it all in one day, it would have demotivated me from even starting it, in all honesty, right? So if I thought, wow, I have to sit down and do this. It's going to take me two hours. I probably wouldn't have even done it. Probably still would have done it. <laughs> but I set my realistic goal of opening the account by the end of the week and each day chipped away at it by at least 10%. So really focusing on what is the 10% of this that I need to do right now or that I can do right now or that I have you know 10 minutes to do right now. The final thing that helps me get motivation back after losing it is thinking with the end in mind. What is the bigger picture? What's your bigger overall goal here? Is the bigger picture to land a new fulfilling job? Is it to get a promotion? Is it to start your own company? You know, something my business coach always uh, says to me or always asks me to ask myself when setting a goal is, is this going to help me grow my business? Right, that's my goal right now. I'm growing my business. So asking yourself, is this is doing this thing going to help me reach that goal? And if it isn't, you really should question if it's something that you should be doing or just something that you think you should be doing. This might be controversial, but I find this a lot with people getting tons and tons and tons of certificates or courses or even coaching, but then say they don't have time or too exhausted or are burnt out um, to job search or apply. And you know, the question I, I ask my clients when they're saying, oh, there's this certification and that certification and this one, and I want to do this and that and this and that is... You know, it's having each of these certificates, having all of these certificates helping you get there, or is it something you think you should be doing because you're playing a comparison game? And I'm not shitting on learning more by all means or getting, you know, I love learning, right? Learning is, learning's my jam. <laughs> Those of you, you, got, you all know that, you know, I just think sometimes, you know, we, we spend all of this time and energy doing things that other people think that we should do or we think that other people want us to do rather than doing the task at hand. And then it makes the task at hand even that much harder, right? Because you kind of put it off or like, I, I've, been, you know, I've been doing this other thing so I can get to there. You know, I, I think it's, you know, really focusing on or focusing on, you know, not learning for the sake of just doing it right? Because if, if you're doing it at the expense of not having the energy to apply for the roles that you are actually already qualified for, 
which you might not even know that you are, but you really are, right? It's, are you doing it for a confidence boost? You know, I think it's a lot of questions to, to ask yourself. And again, I'm not shitting on it and I don't think it's a, a bad thing to do. But you know, if we're looking at examples of asking yourself, you know, is this going to really help me reach that goal? Is having this going to make the difference of getting that job or not getting that job? Uh, I think it's an important question to ask because it's a, it learning is not easy. You know, learning something new is really, really tiring. And, you know, we want to make sure when we're learning something new or working with a coach or we're joining a program, um, that it's with the end in mind. And if it's going to take a lot of time and energy away from the goal and not adding to the goal, you just really want to ask yourself, you know, is this going to be worth it? So that was just, again, quick little short episode, uh, but this is what's been on my mind this week and coming back off of taking some real time off, like laying on the couch, eating granola time off, uh, you know, has really made me think about what, how I was able to come back to work today and I couldn't do, couldn't go to hundred today, right? I have a very, very, very small to-do list today of things to get done. And it's doable. And this is the last thing on my list. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, like I said, trying not to go zero to 100, setting that realistic goal, figuring out how can I do just 10% and keep chipping away at that goal for the week. And then asking yourself, is this going to help me reach my goal? You know, because once we know things are going to help us reach our goal, we're, we're often more motivated to do it. Right. If we know that at, at the, thinking about the end in mind, this actually isn't going to get me where I need to be. It's hard to be motivated to do it. So I know this has helped me a lot this week or so get out of my lack of motivation rut. And I just want you to remember this happens to all of us, all of us. Right. Social media, LinkedIn, all of the above, you know, shows one snapshot of who we are as people and usually put our best quote unquote best foot forward. Uh, But lack of motivation happens to all of us. So if you're feeling this way, if you have felt this way, when you feel this way again, which we know will happen to all of us inevitably, just remember you are not alone and please, please, please show yourself grace because you've got this. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If it resonated with you in any way, please let me know by subscribing, liking, and leaving a review. I'd love to hear from you on how you're using these tools as well as what you want to hear more of. So connect with me on LinkedIn at Sarah Canistra, send me a DM, or email me at hello at theovernighttrainer.com. I can't wait to hear from you. And until next week, stay learning.